0: And welcome back to another episode of the Just Thought You Like to know podcast. My name is Akil Balagopal, and each episode I'll be bringing you the most random conversations with different guests as they share facts and opinions on the topic. So today I am joined by an up-and-coming artist, Miss Flo Gallup from South East London. A born performer from a young age, she released her debut single, 21, earlier this year, a tune about her life, narrating the familiar day-to-day life of a 21-year-old, making it relatable for many of us. So she joins us today to share more on her career, and to give tips on being an upcoming artist and to talk about a new single, Chasing After You. So Flo, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, How are you?
1: Hey, thank you for having
0: me. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, obviously we planned this episode to talk about your previous music and we're recording this on Thursday and you'll be listening on a Sunday and um, that means your new single will be out so you know perfect so it's called chasing after you um certainly is. so yeah do you want to tell us a little bit about it before we right, talk about yeah. you yeah
1: i mean I, I guess i can like this is so weird this is the first bit of press that i've done for it so i feel really i
0: am um, i feel very fortunate <laughs> to be the first person to get inside because obviously you know you released the preview and we listened to that so
1: yeah um, okay, I'm going to be really honest with you because this is, like, I've waited for this song to come out for such a long time. It was the first one out of the three singles, because um, these singles have kind of been in, like, you know, we knew that they were going to come one after the other. There might be a bit of a break now. Yes. Um, but it was the first one we recorded, yet the last to be released. Um, okay. It is about... <laughs> it's a, It's actually about a one-week relationship I had with a boy.
0: <laughs> Standard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, you know, kind of kind of how, uh, how you expect a relationship to go. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, basically, I just had, like, really intense feelings after this whirlwind of a week. Yeah. You know, there had been a, a little bit more to it than that. We'd spoken for a while, and then he became my boyfriend for a week. And basically broke my heart. And oh. we were in the same friendship group and saw each other quite a lot. You know, when I say he broke my heart, he didn't he didn't do anything wrong. Mm. Bless him. <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong. It just um, didn't work out. It just didn't work mm. out. And yeah, I we were in the same friendship group and the song is kind of about dealing with that. Mm. And I I guess just being, having to see this person constantly, even though it's it's actually making you sad and unwell and, yeah, just a bit
0: crap, Yeah, No, completely, like, I think because, you know, the other two songs as well, you know, so 21 that you released, which is just basically about being 21-year-old, like, so relatable for so many people out there, you know, (laughs) Obviously, Can't Be Friends is also relatable, and that's the first song that I heard from you as well. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because I think I remember, like, listening to it and then, like, replying to your... Um, oh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> ...post with, like, yeah, thanks for the relatable lyrics.
1: The thing is about Can't Be Friends is, I mean, that came... That, that came from, like, a, you know, I've said it before, like, toxic love and... um I guess the same sort of idea as chasing after you, but just also completely different. It didn't have the emotional side of chasing Mm. after you. I don't think, Um, I think people will really be able to connect with chasing after you in, in just a way. I think everyone's gone through a heartbreak and not kind of had control over their feelings and, just being like oh my god how do I cope with this I feel really bad but I want to be okay
0: yeah Um, it's pretty cool that you know like all those experiences that you can put into songs and like something that you're so passionate about I guess
1: definitely I mean what I've said before is that I will write all my songs they all come from an honest place and I love that because it's like a way of getting out it's like mm. I've said you, you throw it up almost um like it's just been there and you just needed to get this out yeah. and chasing after you I think was the one that happened the most with I guess it was just really it was like it was there and it had to be had to come out I had to get the words yeah. out to kind of be able to make up the puzzle in my head
0: yeah, that sounds definitely. ridiculous, but... <laughs> yeah, I know it, it makes sense. Like, you know, I'm looking forward to releasing because you release it at midnight, don't you? I do. All right, exciting, and then yeah. so you know, tell us a bit about yourself, like how you, you know started your career and what made you want to pursue music.
1: Um, I think I was brought up around music. Hmm. Um, my dad's was in bands as we were growing up and he just loves music anything musical um, mostly rock and you know iconic artists and bands he loves mm. Freddie Mercury, Blondie, The Beatles um, and we, we were just kind of like I've got two sisters and we, we were brought up around it yeah, um, and he just loved when one of us was interested in it and mm. um, he'd just be like you you really like it you really want to start learning the guitar or you want to my sister learned the drums and obviously I wanted to sing and I think he had this idea that we were going to be a band <laughs> that we were going to be like a rock von Trapp family sort of thing um, and yeah he just has always been the person showing me how to set up gigs mm. uh, I think He's the person who I send songs to when I first write them. He's the person who um, will listen to everything that I do, basically, and and, and be like, yeah, the band are, are great. Maybe, you know, he... he
0: gives his input, in, I guess. Like he, he gives his
1: input, but also made me like really inspired me to want to do it, made me love what I do Mm. and made me want to start a band and want to work with with a band. Um and yeah, he I think being around that, you do just get into it. It just it just is a thing that it takes over you. Um and yeah, I just have always done it. I can't remember a time where I haven't sung
0: yeah so like growing up school wise like was it like you know drama school performance arts or did you like for i just you know standard normal schools and then the music was on the side for them
1: um so i went to normal school for i went to normal school for seniors for junior and senior school um and i i just had quite a tough time Mm. like and it's i think i um i'm quite a, quite an outgoing person, and people tend to not get it yeah. and um in year ten, I think I went to a performing arts school and i i just it was a completely different experience of school yeah. um people really were like me everyone mm. was. I remember the first day everyone was singing in the corridor. I was like, what the hell? Just walked what into like
0: happened? glee or high school musical.
1: literally I, I remember thinking, this is this is it. This is exactly yeah. what I've wanted all my life. And um and yeah, I definitely became myself more mm. um when I got to that school and And yeah, I think being around people again as well, you inspire each other, you're inspired by your peers, and yeah, that's important.
0: Definitely, I think because you can kind of see when so when I went to university, you can definitely see who the most like creative and performing art students were because obviously they were obviously together as well. But then you can just see they all had such like vibrant personalities in comparison to a lot of people, you can just tell from that they were so passionate about performing yeah and but,
1: yeah. Uh, like I think with uni as well a lot of people are able to come out of their shells a bit and you you hear mm. of people coming home from uni and just being a completely different like it's like they were a a little what's the word like a root and then mm. <laughs> grew into this amazing flower when they come out of uni and I feel like that was the case for me but I didn't go to uni it was at school Um yeah in I think for
0: different people, like different times, that's when they exactly.
1: like,
0: kind to of get that realised. So, you know, you mentioned your dad growing up, like he was a performer, like who else was your musical inspiration growing up, would you say? Oh, I
1: mean, it, it's kind of sad because up until I was about 17, obviously I listened to, um, I listened to everything my dad listened to, but it was kind of like, oh, the, that's dad's music. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not really interested. Um, And then when I got to about 17, I was like, there's this whole world of music I haven't explored. I just listen Mm. to what's on the radio and just pop music, Um, which I I still love, by the way. Mm. But I had ignored this whole side of music, I think. Then I fell in love with bands like Oasis. I guess I'd always liked Oasis, but There were so many more bands I fell in love with. I fell in love with the indie rock music scene, Mm. indie pop music scene, so many different genres I haven't really explored. Um, So I I kind of really found the people who are my inspirations at about 17. But, Mm. I mean, I was watching bands like Green Day when I was about eight and just studying the way that they, um, that he, I mean, that he is running around the stage. I liked Kaiser Chiefs. Mm. Um kind of pe- like even Robbie Williams. The way that Robbie Williams owns the stage is kind of hypnotic. It's, yeah, it's very no, very cool to watch and I just became a bit obsessed with with people who had the crowd in the palm of their hand. Yeah. And they were just Doing everything that people wanted to see, and people were just mesmerized by it.
0: I think um, like, the most prime example is Freddie Mercury at Live Aid. If you've you seen the clip, yeah, yeah, the way he had the crowd there—it's unreal. He—he um,
1: he was such a clever man. Yeah, such a clever man. Just I—I I love watching stuff. I love watching him, um, doing all this wild stuff that people. Would just think, what the hell? Mm. What the hell is he doing? But actually, they love it. They can't take their eyes off him.
0: Yeah. It really does make um, you miss live performances, I guess. Oh yeah. Uh, like um, so, oh, like gigs wise, have you got anything planned this year? Or
1: there's definitely stuff coming up. I think it's all still a bit up in the air about mm. what's what's happening and what's going to go ahead. Um, I I know that obviously we've got this set date mm. but yeah I'm trying to look forward and hoping that things are going to get confirmed and stuff like that but yeah I don't I don't know yeah keep updated on the socials
0: <laughs> I will <laughs> so, do it. Like, yeah. obviously I'll um, link everything. so with obviously the pandemic's the reason like has it from a creative point of view has it made it difficult for you to work or giving you more time to focus on new ideas like what's it been like for you as an artist who obviously the uh, you know the ideal thing is to release songs perform them live meet mm. fans do this so how's your situation been during the pandemic
1: i mean it's it's not i i'm, I'm not gonna say it's been terrible because mm. i've released um i've released music i've had like my first ever music that's ever been released that's happened during this time, so I'll mm. always kind of be like, "That's great that I managed to do that." Then, yeah, um, I've met loads of people. You know, I've met you,
0: oh.
1: and <laughs> I mean, not in person, but here we are.
0: <laughs> Soon come.
1: Soon come yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, like there's been positives and negatives, and the. The negatives, I try not to focus on, and mm. I try and just look forward and think about the good stuff that's come out of this, and that's the fact that I've released music, I've got to spend time with my family, um, and I've actually got a lot done. Mm. I've got a lot of writing done. I have i think, <laughs> kind of caught up on life yeah um yeah you, you know I think everyone's just ha- had that time to yeah no I
0: completely because it's like the world ju- world just paused and then it just yeah. gave everyone a chance to sort of reconnect with what's going on in their life exactly. have a little you know chat with yourself on what you want to do what you want to achieve after this I know things. so many
1: people that have had career changes yeah um, almost like they've just thought nah, don't like this. I want to do something else. And that's what I mean. Life goes too fast normally mm. that you're just caught up in it and then suddenly it stops yeah, and it's like, exactly. okay, maybe I want to go and do that, which is great but obviously it's, I'm not saying that the whole lockdown thing has been good it absolutely mm. has not Um, but yeah, we have to look at the positives Exactly.
0: Because and... I think for many artists it's been, you know, with how the government have gone about saying what they think about the arts industry and telling people to refocus their careers it's kind of heartbreaking when they've worked all their life to that point just for it to yeah. be cut short but yeah no it's good that still artists are able to release songs you know I think with you you do like live instagrams every other week with various people I
1: do. got my chats on the flow <laughs>
0: <laughs> and didn't you have did you have like a few celebs pop into the lives at all
1: as in, like who I've interviewed,
0: interviewed or like or, you know, started watching your
1: yeah, chat. like I've I've seen i f- I've seen a few people come come in and watch it, um, which is very cool, um, and I mean they they never stick around for long, <laughs> but it's quite cool that they were ever there and they saw my name, um, but no, I've interviewed some really cool people, um. Yeah, I mean, I had Adam on the other day, and he's a choreographer. Um, I mean, he can't, this, this man does everything, but he <laughs> uh, he's been involved in some crazy films like Ready Player One, Rocket Man. Oh, wow, okay, yeah. Um, you know, a, a couple coming out as well. So he was really interesting to find out about. What, what I'm really interested in is, I, th- I feel like people are interviewed all the time but Mm. we never interview the people behind the scenes and the people who actually make the stuff happen we don't really know why they do what they do and um how they got into it and i want to know that stuff yeah so i just thought it was a good thing to do you know
0: yeah because you know the part of the show is you see that one star on stage but there's so much going on in the background i think like earlier on in the podcasts I've done, I interviewed Rudy Creswick, who's a bass guitar player for he's just a bass guitar player, but he's also performed on at Glastonbury, he's performed on stage with Wicked with Tom Mish, Laura Carner, Georgia Smith. Oh. And it's So
1: basically he's a legend. <laughs>
0: yeah. Absolutely, yeah. He was amazing to have on and he just shared, gave us an insight into what it was like. Um, you know, just touring with those people. And it just makes you think because, you know, he's instrumental to, you know, no pun intended, he's instrumental to see that stage. But like all you hear about is first is like Tom Mish or Lord Carner, and it's that main people. But like you said, with Adam as well, he's behind the scenes working on the film as much as all the other people are and the actors. That's it. That's it. So, and... who? Yeah, go on.
1: No, 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 you go, you go. <laughs>
0: but you yeah, know who would you have to like you know want to have on next interview
1: oh, to... I don't know that's like basically um, me and my manager every week are like right so who should we have on this week and so far she's just been like she's just found some extremely cool people and I've been very lucky mm. um and they're all just interesting for different reasons I think the thing is I'd have anyone on I want to I want to know about the creativity of Mm. things that I don't know about
0: yeah Um, definitely
1: because they've had probably a similar journey to me but in a completely different thing which I I love Mm. um so yeah
0: (laughs) so from like a musical point of view who would your dream collaboration be
1: Oh, I was I was thinking about this the other day, um. So this is so random, but oh god! I mean, you know, if you had
0: a song or if you had a remix for "Chasing After You" by Flo Gallop featuring.
1: Oh, <laughs> there's too many. Be- so, I love Tom Grennan. It was oh, me, yeah. like. An absolute dream of mine to you see.
0: I was waiting for you to drop Tom Grennan because I swear he popped into one of your lives. Didn't he? Oh my
1: god!
0: <laughs> see, I yeah. was waiting. I was waiting for you to name drop, but you didn't do it.
1: <laughs> oh, he. Well, he did. Do you know what though? Um, I don't know if it was him because I think someone had access of his account basically oh, the next day. Yeah. So I had all this excitement. <laughs> and then the next day i um i think ella henderson who he had a song out with was the one on his account which i mean is still quite
0: cool oh which is but, very cool yeah
1: but it wasn't tom grennan i i love tom grennan
0: yeah no i mean he's <laughs> I, smashing love it at to the moment with
1: him. yeah he is really smashing it and i mean i i could talk all day about his new album <laughs> and stuff like but I'd love to write with him. I'd love to um I'd love to write with Dan Smith from Bastille. Um I think he's really cool mm. and has got like all his songs are about cool things. That yeah. people don't write about. Oh, I tell you who else? Rex Orange County. I'd love to. Oh, uh, that
0: was that was that was actually the last um, concert I went to. Actually, went. Good. I'm
1: so jealous.
0: I oh, we, we I saw him at Brixton and oh. he was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's some,
1: there's something about it. he's very very good. Very
0: cool, very cool bloke. Yeah, it's um, hopefully he releases more music soon. But his recent album was just as you know bang on as the rest of his music was. But yeah, Mate, rep- we're gonna have to go
1: to some, <laughs> some gigs together. When, when gigs get back on, you're gonna oh, be no, my, my gig buddy.
0: I was I was hoping for you to you know get me into backstage with all the other artists. So
1: okay, <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it.
0: <laughs> but no, that is big plans for later this year. I'm just praying that everything goes ahead and that yeah. will be class. But um, okay. So what about from an old school point of view? Like you know, like the big artists. Obviously, you know, Tom Grennan, he's still up and coming. Mm um
1: Debbie Harry. That would be cool.
0: <laughs> Here I am just saying like
1: Debbie Harry's that. Debbie <laughs> Harry! No, you're joking. Oh I
0: don't okay. know if I'm
1: okay. Blondie.
0: Oh okay. Okay.
1: So she she would be really cool. I tell you what, she I think she shared like Miley Cyrus's Heart of Glass cover because obviously yeah. Miley Cyrus covered Blondie
0: and
1: yeah. I think that I would just die if someone did that to me. <laughs> like, obviously, I know Miley Cyrus is Miley Cyrus, so like, she probably well, you might like it's Debbie Harry, man. Like,
0: yeah, no, I get it now because I'm just like when you say Blondie, that just makes much more sense. Was yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, that would be cool. That
1: would be cool. De- um... <laughs> I mean, Noel Gallagher, I
0: guess. Oh, I mean, that you can't go. I mean, one of the greatest songwriters of all time, so.
1: One of the greatest songwriters of all time. Although, I think he has confirmed that, like, some of the stuff that he said, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. Like, I kind of love that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, I think that era, like, that 90s era of, you know, just the early days of Oasis and. Mm. To, to write a song that is still sung by so many people right. literally almost every day or played every day or you know like some writing some one wonder or don't look back in anguish just yeah, incredible it's one but, of the dreams i guess but, but then to... again
1: and then to turn around and say oh yeah so in shampoo supernova slowly walking down the hall faster than the cannonball and he's just gone oh yeah i don't really know why i wrote that line and i just <laughs> i think that is there's something quite legendary about that That it's like so iconic and he's just like it's, yeah yeah it's just i like, don't know what just, that means it's probably
0: just out there <laughs> it's probably just sat there and was just like yeah that goes well i'm just gonna beat yeah. down <laughs>
1: <laughs> little did he know
0: yeah but um so you know moving forward like career wise you know obviously it's a big question and Everything's so unpredictable at the moment, but where do you see yourself going? Not taking yourself with you know the rest of 2021 and what um, your future career, what you hope to achieve.
1: God Big question. Me, was, Big deep I question was, that. <laughs> such a deep question. Okay, right. Let me tell you. Let me let me tell you one thing that I really want to achieve that I've never told anyone before. Okay. Okay. I would love to be a panelist on loose women. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I I obviously um, keep singing and gigs when gigs can happen, mm. and then in years and years and years to come, I'd love to be a panelist on Loose Women as well.
0: Okay, so TV—that's where you see yourself going.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't
0: know. <laughs> But no, it's just fun because obviously I think a lot of artists they are like, so you know I need to achieve this, I need to do that. But with you, I think it's just sort of you just enjoy releasing music, doing your own thing. At the end of the day, it's just like you're doing what you love. So
1: that like, yeah, I I kind of feel like I take every day as it comes. I have my goals, um, and I I take a tick goes off yeah. and you, you know you have you have a I, I was going to say I have a dream but, <laughs> which I do um but you know I I just want to have a lovely time whilst doing it I want to enjoy life and do what I love to do
0: absolutely I mean that's that's a great message for everyone I think it's just literally if you have a passion follow it and agree. you know if you just do what you you know, enjoy because life's short, you don't know when things are gonna change. So just keep to yourself. I mean, this has been such a fun chat for thank you for coming on today.
1: Oh my god, thank you for having yeah, me. It's, thank um, you. We've finally spoken.
0: I know. It's it's been a long time coming and you know it's the right time because obviously you're releasing the single. Um this will be out on you'll be listening on Sunday. So chasing after you would have been out by then but obviously we'll share that on our socials and everything um but yeah no good luck with chasing after you um any other songs coming up soon afterwards or uh
1: there is there's some um they i'm currently doing some stuff um so so yeah i mean i don't know Uh, when. stay stay tuned i guess stay tuned yeah stay Stay tuned
0: but um yeah guys if you know if you have a passion, follow it, work hard, and enjoy you know doing what you love to do. So that's it from that's us that. today. Thank you for listening. And until next time, stay safe and see you all later.